Gallantry, Season 2. Stop walking around. By Max Black and Adam Ardbach. Music by Purple Planet. Sound effects by freesound.org. Copyright Gallantry Productions 2015. Leave us alone! Lick your own car, you bloody doggers! Colorado Sway is dead. Oh, hello, sir. Welcome to Gallatry Shoes. Our motto is, everyone needs splendid shoes. What did you have in mind? The boots? Splendid. What size, sir? Eleven? Size eleven in these, yes, sis! There's a nice fit, eh? You certainly are making a statement with theirs. Good for any demonstrations or protest rallies. You will felt the bill, sir. Splendid. Are you not sure, sir? I know I've seen this before. You've got a bit of APD, that's all. APD? Anarchist purchase dilemma. You look down on your purchase and see murder, slavery and theft. You're concerned that your new boots have caused a young kid in a far eastern country to willingly leave the freedom of his impoverished life in a paddy field and seek work in the city. He gets a job in a factory making your boots for a large corporation that pays him a dollar a day. A willing wage slave. Better a dollar than no dollar. So you have made his journey between rice to dollars. Paddy fields to the city. Your boots for his freedom. You've murdered him. You have stolen his freedom to make your fashion statement. Uh, But worry not. I have a solution. Imagine that you are on your protest march and you look down at your splendid new boots. But look beyond your new purchase. What do you see? The gallantry pavement beneath your feet. Who owns that, eh? The corporations? The council? The man? How did they get it? It was invaded, purloined, written down as taught, exploited, inherited, sold, misappropriated, mismanaged, contaminated and annexed. The Romans, the Normans, the Danes, the Roundheads, the East India Company, the National Socialists. It's an endless and virtuous cycle like a sick comedy. But you can make amends here. Is this comedy going to be carry on protesting or carry on goose-stepping? After all, they are only shoes. Splendid, splendid, excellent choice, sir. Bag him up, useless! Goodbye, sir. Remember our motto. Everyone needs splendid shoes. Well, except the kid in the paddy field. Splendid! Morning. Hang on there, Chief. It's procedure. You know the drill, sir. The Mayor's orders. You've got to go through the scanner. It's your smartphone, Chief. The scanner has picked up 
inappropriate content. Don't worry, officer. The pod is disabled. That's what I said. Inappropriate content. Why not just stick to normal porn, chief? Just shut up and let me in, eh? The mayor said this was important. I'm not any old street perv like the cribbage lot, you know. Hmm, hang on. Oh, okay. Go on through. Just don't be showing the mayor any of your stump-humbing stuff, sir. It's more than my job's worth. No diggity. you're here. She's ready for you in a moment. She's just finishing a call. Where's that young sergeant of yours, Shas? We all like him around here. Very X-Files mysterious he is. He can help with my alien incursion problems any day of the week. <laughs> Donna, send him in. You didn't mention what I told you about, I hope. Uh, no, ma'am. I remember. Trust no one. Come here. Shut up and kneel before your mayor. That's better. I called you here because I want to know the meaning of this. Carmelo Sway is dead. What the EMFing hell is going on? Who is Kalito Sway? And why are the FBI calling me about this? What does my paraplegic preferring perv police chief know about this, eh? Speak, damn you. Uh, weather, ma'am. Weather? Yes, ma'am. Or the lack of it. We picked up a street beggar recently and he gave us a lead on the weather problem here in Gallatry. We couldn't charge him with anything. We did some follow-up investigations from his information, ma'am. Go on. Well, at first we thought it was due to the strange sunshine that we've been having lately. But after some leads of inquiry dried up, we discounted that and went for plan B. Plan B? The moon. Or more specifically, moonlight. But again, this drew a blank. So we ended up hauling in Good Laugh Terry. You know, from the good times. Sweated him. But he was clean. There was only one culprit left. Yes, so who do we blame then? The booger. You really are an idiot, Anderson. You want to blame our involvement with a terrorist attack in New York on the boogie? Stranger things have happened, ma'am, but that's not exactly what I meant. Well, you know that Prentice has been on holiday. Well, we were called to his address last night from a concerned neighbour. When we got there, we found Prentice's wife dead in the front room. We think she'd taken a drugs overdose. We couldn't find any trace of Prentice at all, ma'am. Damn! What else? This could be bad. Where the hell is he? Well, we went to bing-bag everything up as per the official council policy and we found that Mrs Prentice had had a bonfire in the back garden before she got pilled ahoy and checked out on the sofa, so to speak. Well, we found this. What the hell is that? A half-burnt document? Pass it over. Project Ark. Use your head, let's rock the boat. Use your hands, let's build a boat. So that's what he was working on. Ah, he was waiting to tell me about this. He said, I've got a surprise for you. Just wait until I get this up and running. What else is on that document? Well, we put it through the UV and we found the word polyphemus and sleepers. We didn't understand it, so we blamed it on the boogie. Well, that's what the official report will say. Naturally. Well done, Anderson. I like your methods. But you should have come to me with this sooner. If Prentice has gone, God only knows what happened in New York with this Coletto Sway guy. They seem to think that Galaxy had something to do with it, and they are threatening to go public unless we come up with some answers. And quick. Ah, sleepers. Polyphemus. Poly... I recognise that name. Ah, now I remember. The museum. He works at the museum. He turns up once a year looking for funding and I hide behind the sofa. Go and see what Prentice was doing with this Polyphemus character. Dismiss. Well, what are you waiting for? 
Oh, there you are, Sergeant. Where the hell have you been? Chatting up the Mayor's receptionist again? Lou, sir! Dab your insubordination, shaft, sir. I've still got it. I've just about saved our jobs in there. Let's get down to the museum and find out what Prentice was up to with that Polyphemus character. Loser, me ass. No diggity. Well, here we are, Chasseur. Galaxy Museum, where the past catches up with you. No wonder they don't get any visitors. This place could do with a serious clean-up. Where is everyone, sir? It's opening hours, isn't it? Well, due to the lack of funding, Professor Polyphemus does everything himself. The museum would have shut long time ago without him. I wonder what Prentice was doing here. Let's find that professor. Well, it's not the reception desk, sir. It's just a handwritten sign. It's a bit dusty. Welcome, curious guest. Please feel free to have a look round the past of Gallatry and something a coin into the glass box on your way out. We rely on your kind donations. The master, Professor Polyphemus. What was that, Chasseur? Something? Hang on. Toss, sir. Chasseur, your insubordination is getting worse. Who do you think you're talking to? Chop liver? Any more of that and you'll be back pounding the beads on the Scarecrow estate. No, sir. It says toss, sir. What? Please feel free to have a look round the past of Gallatry and toss her a coin into the glass box on your way out. Um, you're right. Toss her a coin. My mistake, sir. Stop mocking about, Chasseur. Let's go find this professor. Well, it sounds like the master professor is doing some master curation in this room here. Right, sir. Remember the training. On the count of three, and I will kick the door in. Training? Why have you got your hand held like a gun? This is Gallatry, not Hawaii Five-O, you idiot. Let's just go in. Hello, Professor. Sorry to interrupt your, um, work. Could we speak with you? Ah, hello, Chief. Welcome to the museum. I'm just finishing off a new exhibit. What do you reckon? Isn't she wonderful? Uh, very specialist. What kind of exhibition involves people urinating on each other? Well, I was trying to be more popular, you know, to get funding. So I thought I'd try to get an exhibition together of gallantry amateur sporting heroes. Unfortunately, other than Tommy T.J. Smith, the downhill amateur tobogganing legend, the only other person of note was Miss Honey Penny Sprinkle. Amateur water sports, eh? Be careful what you put into Google, Professor. I discovered that Miss Honey Penny Sprinkle won the Amateur European Water Sports Championships in Munich in 82. A true heroine. Beating the Germans in their own backyard at their own game. Gallatry's finest. I see what you mean. She literally did do it on their Teutonic chips. So, Chief, what could I do for you? Did you find my hits from 82 LP? Well, we got down on it, but no. We suspect the Mafia. What, hoodlums? Cool and the gang. But let's cut to the quick. What was Prentice doing here at the museum? He's gone missing. What was he up to? Well, he was particularly interested in our archives of Independent Jones. Independent Jones? Who's that, Professor? Well... Independent Jones was one of Gallatry's unsung heroes. He was one of the pre-war adventurer archaeologists who obtained rare artefacts from all over the world and brought them back here to Gallatry. 
He was a friend and colleague of mine until his unfortunate death in 68. Unfortunate, Professor? Yes. He chokes on a date at a gala dinner given in his honour at the Old Station Hotel, which is now called the Lazarus. Sounds bad, Professor. Why have we never heard of him? Well, because he wasn't very good at it. He always picked to the post by his rival, his nemesis, the German frozen pizza industrialist stroke archaeologist and multi-millionaire, Dr. Octa. What? There was an actual Dr. Octa? Yes. Herr Dr. Rudolf Octa, the grandson of the original founder who was into archaeology before the war and took over the family business soon afterwards and then tried to hide his Nazi past. Why not come and have a look at all the stuff we've got in the storeroom? That's what Prentice was doing here. He spent hours and hours going through it all over the course of the past few months. He was looking for something, I reckon. Looking for something, Professor? Yes. Independent Jones had mentioned that he'd found it, but he never told anyone where he hid it. I'm guessing Prentice was looking for the evidence of where it ended up. It's Professor? The Ark. Hang on, I've got an old newsreel from 1938 somewhere. Watch this. Austria, the German Chancellor, Herr Hitler, sweeps into Vienna to thousands of cheering and saluting crowds, welcoming the landslide referendum victory for his forced Anschluss annexation of the country to Germany. The spread of the nation's influence across Europe is worrying other neighbours such as Czechoslovakia and Poland, as we all start to feel the oncoming threat of war on our doorstep. To ensure peace, be prepared for war. That's hardly a new thought, but at the London Central Gas Mask Store, they are assembling the first batch of two million masks for distribution to the London boroughs. Afterwards, the masks are packed in air-sealed containers to prevent deterioration of the rubberized face pieces. ARP marches on. In other corners of the empire and beyond, other unsung heroes are defending Britain's interests against the rise of Herr Hitler's Germany in some unexpected ways. Here in Egypt, the lost city of Tanis has been rediscovered after 3,000 years buried in the shifting sands. British archaeologist Independent Jones was one of the first here and has started digging alongside rival teams from France and Germany. Here he is, supervising the digging team of local Johnny Foreigners, flying the flag for king and country under the desert sun. Good luck, Mr Jones. Let's hope you have more luck than in Nepal in 36. So what was Prentice looking for here, Professor? Well, I simply let him loose in the storeroom, in there. Let's have a look at the independent Jones boxes, shall we? Well, here's his original journal. Here we are. June the 3rd, Egypt. When I arrived in Cairo, I made straight over to Omar's at the souk in search of my Egyptian contact, Salad. Um... Excuse me? You like virgin salad? 
Who wants to know, infidel? My name's, um, Independent Jones, but you can call me Indy. I was Indy before it became mainstream. I was given your name by a mutual friend, Polyphemus. Ah, uh, Indy! I've been expecting you. Join us. You have a drink, no? Thanks, cider and black. So I guess virgin salad is your handle? What's your real name? No, it's not my handle. My real name is Virgin Salad. Virgin on the ridiculous salad. Virgin? How did you get a name like that? Bad dates, Indy. Bad dates. So why have you come to Cairo? I know the Germans hired you, Salad. You're the best digger in Egypt. What are they up to? My services are entirely a side dish for them. They hired or shanghaied every digger in Cairo. The excavation is enormous. They hire strong backs and pay pennies for them. Bloody Nazi frozen pizza industrialists. I hate those guys. Listen, they have found the ancient site of Tanis. They are looking for the Ark. There is something that is troubling me. What's that? The Ark. If it is there in Tanis, then it is something that man was not meant to disturb. Death has always surrounded it. It is not of this earth. Well, are they digging in the right place? Well, that's just it. Yes, they are. Have they found it? Yes, last night. But they put it back. The whole dig is cancelled. It's very strange, Indy. So they found the Ark, and it's the wrong one? So, an Egyptian pharaoh invaded the city of Jerusalem in 980 BC, stole the Ark, and took it back to the city of Tanis, where it was consumed by a sandstorm that lasted an entire year then, and hidden for 3,000 years, only to be unearthed by the Nazi frozen pizza industrialists, and then, it's the raw ark. Yes, indeed. I wonder what ark they seek. My spies tell me they have left for the coast in a truck. Truck? What truck? I'm going after that truck. How? Like this script. I'm making this up as a go. Okay, Indy. But have you got everything? Eh? Whip. Check. Nazis. Check. Max Mosley. No? Don't worry. It's an Egyptian joke. Ha 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 ha. Good luck, Indy. Ha 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 There's a few pages ripped out here, bloody Prentice. I hope you'll get him for stealing from the museum. I can't keep my eye on everything, you know. I can't. He's missing. Read on, Professor. What's next in Jones's journal? What's this ark, I wonder? OK, Chief. I'd followed Octa halfway around the world. It was September 1938 when I disembarked from the SS Babs on the quayside of Montevideo. I'd heard tales of a secret Nazi city under construction deep in the jungle and thought that the Ark, the other Ark, had something to do with it. I met with my local guide, a man known as Walnut. Hey, Senor Jones, hurry! There's nothing to fear here. That's what worries me. Are we close to the cave yet? We are here, Senor. Right, let's go. Remember, Warner, touch nothing. If you insist, senor... See that corpse, Warner? Remember, don't touch anything. He did, and look, MC Hammer got him. You cannot touch this? I thought that was a myth, not a piece of archaeological advice in the event of entering a Bobia trapper to cave. Wow. So it is real, the pendant of Pindy Pindy. Right, easy does it now, Indy. Swap the pendant with a bag of sand. Got it. Hammer time has passed. This is the age of Indy. Bugger. Come on, we need to jump over before it closes. I'll use the whip to swing across. 
Um, you burst. Now, pass me the whip. Throw it a pendant. No time to argue. Throw it a pindy pindy pendant in the. And I'll throw you the whip. Okay. Um, you forgotten something, Mona? Whip? I never like them. Adios, senor. Bloody tall guys. Right. Time to jump the chasm, Andy. Huh? One, two, three. Geronimo! Yes, great. A huge boulder. Looks like hammer time again. Ah, Dr. Jones, on your knees again. Welcome to the jungle. The pendant, if you please, a danker. So once again, Jones, what was briefly yours is now mine. I've come to destroy your Ark, Doctor. The Ark, Jones? You don't even know what it is. Let me help you. It's not a radio transmitter for speaking to God. It's not an old ship. And it's not even a wild guess. That's a shot in the dark. Not an arc, Octa. Which incidentally is what you will be getting if you give my men any trouble. We will see. Haycock, Dick and Knocker, take him to the camp. Mm, yes, Dr. Camp. <laughs> oh, matron. Right, come on, you. Let's go. Ah, you ain't knocking up now, Sid. Blimey, we only just met him. <laughs> I'm spy. I'm spy. I'm spy. I'm spy. I'm so this is your secret town, then? Yeah. A little place here in the jungle. We call it Carrion the Goose Stepping. It's the first of our many plant towns all over the world for the master race to retire to. The Führer's policy of Anschluss. The Ark, Dr. Jones. We have bought stolen or annexed land all over the world. We will build our arks everywhere. Carrion Goose Stepping? Are you all mad? What does that sign on the gatehouse read? Asses need to be shown at all times. Was? There is the Commandant! He's gone for a pay, Doctor. <laughs> that's it. Prentice has ripped out the remaining pages. So that's the Ark. Rights to pockets of land all over the world. So what happened to Independent Jones? He came back to Gallatry and worked at the University. He became more and more reclusive, eccentric and, well... He ended up going mad in the end. Did Indy actually ever discover anything, Professor? Yes, but he hid most of it. He did bring something back from the Americas that we kept here at the museum for many years. What was that, Professor? A stuffed giraffe. We called it Jerry. Anyway, when Indy died, we found he actually discovered a lot of stuff. Strange stuff. It was all in his will to be left to all kinds of weird people. And then here to the mayor of Warsaw, a magic axe to the British ambassador in Hong Kong. And that famous giraffe was to be donated to the German consulate in New York. His will was most insistent. Now I see. Indy sounds like he was trying to make amends for all the things he found or stole during his life. Trying to square the circle of his property dilemma. He discovered a Nazi plot to take over the world and then he leaves his giraffe called Jerry to the Germans. Nice one. Why New York, I wonder? I guess we would never know. Now most of the journal is missing. But I bet Prentice does. Where the hell is he anyway?
You have been listening to Gallotry, a community-funded local radio station. I'm Adam Aardvark. Max couldn't be around at the end of the show. He often needs to lie down in a darkened room and sort of, well, convalesce. If you enjoyed today's show and want to know more or simply express a simple and not very cogent opinion, then email us at welcometogallotry at gmail.com. You can tell us what you think, although we might already know what you think. Or failing that, if you genuinely have no idea, we can helpfully provide some new ideas that you can call your very own. Ideas that you can share with your friends and family and become a much more interesting and likable person, if only to yourself. This has been a Gallatry Entertainment broadcast recorded in a haunted pub in Gallatry. No, honestly, voices appeared on the recordings that we later had to edit out. I think we got them all, but who's going to know for sure? Anyway, Gallatry is performed by Max Black, written and recorded by Max Black and Adam Aardvark. It's copyright Gallatry Productions 2015. Thanks for listening. But remember, on your next journey home, Gallatry may be just around the corner. soon. Episode 4, American Soccer. Ha, 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 ha.